4: This was all John Hammond's dream. Ah! Hold on to your (laughs) butts.
0: Seriously? Well, we're back.
4: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 325th episode of the Jurassic Park podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. Welcome, everybody, to jurassic june the best month for jurassic fans around the world we're a few days in already but uh, you know jurassic world dominion is here and there's so much to celebrate this month it's also pride month so let's take a moment to help support the lgbtq plus community and continue to fight for representation uh in and around the jurassic franchise and everywhere else in the world and and speaking of throughout the month of june please head to our youtube channel to help Donate to the Trevor Project during Pride Month. It's a great organization that focuses on the suicide prevention and crisis intervention for LGBTQ young people. So please, they need your support. And the Jurassic community is always a very, very giving community. So if you'd like to help out, like I said, head to our YouTube channel, find a video released sometime this month of June, and click donate. All money will go directly to... the trevor project none of it will go to us this month so please go go donate on our youtube channel also uh we just crossed uh, the seventh anniversary here for the jurassic park podcast i didn't even realize I, i i think there's just been so much going on with jurassic june and dominion coming out and just producing this podcast in general that it just kind of flew over my head over the past few days and uh you know I just wanted to thank each and every person here, uh, listening and just being a part of the community for allowing us to go on here for the past seven years, and uh, for this being an outlet that you're willing to listen to and and help support and conversate with and and just you know just overall help us uh, with our platforms, whether it be here on the podcast uh, channel, which is uh, the podcast platform, which has reached over well over a million downloads at this point, so. Bravo to everybody out there. Thank you so much for listening to us on any podcasting platform. Um, But, you know, to our YouTube channel and stuff like that. I mean, we've got, I think there's like 16,000 people following us over on YouTube. And I can't, I just can't believe that. That's amazing. So thank you so much to everybody over there and all of our social media platforms. We're hitting those marks as well on, you know, Instagram and Twitter. It's like a... You know, over 10,000 somewhat on each of those. Um, so I really, really appreciate each and every person that's helped us along the way and, and listens to what we have to say. And it's, just not, it's not just me. It's all of these amazing people on the podcast, uh, whether it's a guest, a contributor, whoever it may be, somebody who helps put out content on the show or on our YouTube. We really appreciate each and every one of them. So I really hope you do as well. It's a, it's a true team effort, and I thank each and every one of them for helping me along the way. But seven years has led us to Jurassic World Dominion. It's, it's been a long journey, but we're here. And in this episode, I'll be heading into the mailroom by myself, sifting through all that correspondence and answering all of your questions in a solo edition of the Jurassic Mailbag. Now, typically, I would, I would just say, let, let's skip the mailbag, you know, if Jen's not going to be around, if she can't make it. But since we're only a few days away from Jurassic World Dominion, um, and let's, let's face it, a lot of people around the world have already seen the movie, which is, you know, it's its own thing. We're, we're dealing with it. But uh, I did want to make sure that uh, everything was answered and, and we're all on the same page going into Jurassic World Dominion. So we're still operating spoiler-free here. You know, I know, like I said, a lot of people have seen it, but we are still operating spoiler-free, so please feel free to enjoy this show as usual. We'll dive into full Dominion, full reactions, and spoilers, and all that stuff very soon, so just stay tuned for that stuff. But, like I said, spoiler-free for this episode. So, before we get started, I'd like to take care of some quick business. We are doing one final uh, live stream watch party this week before Jurassic World Dominion, and that's going to be our rewatch on Wednesday, June 8th. We're going to be rewatching Battle at Big Rock and we're also going to be re re-watching the Jurassic World Dominion prologue. So both of those are on YouTube. You'll have to sync those up. We'll hit play together and we'll watch through them. They're very short, so it'll be maybe a shorter version of our live stream. But I am so excited to get to the final content before we hit Dominion. So please uh, make sure to join us on June 8th. That's a Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for those two uh, pieces of Jurassic Media. Now... We also do have the Dino Watch podcast out there. That's been running strong for the past uh, several weeks. And Tom Jurassic has been doing a fantastic job producing those episodes and creating those. So please go give a listen to the Dino Watch podcast. You can find that on all of your podcast platforms. That's basically like a little spin-off here of this show. But it's set within the world of the films. And Tom interviews people who have had real legit interactions with dinosaurs so please go take a uh, listen to that show and find the videos over on our youtube channel also as i've mentioned a few times here obviously jurassic world dominion is right around the corner and we want your thoughts and feelings on the movie so please hit up our voicemail line leave us a message call us at 732-825-7763 Leave us a message. Tell us your thoughts and feelings. They're about three minutes long, so please get them in there as quickly as you can. Uh, you can also record a voice memo on your phone. Just open up that little app, email it over to us, and we will include that in the show. Again, try to keep them like three to five minutes on the voice memos, and uh, and also you can just... Uh, write something to us if you want to we'd prefer the audio messages and uh specifically before the release here in the states we'd love the audio ones that way i don't have to listen to them before um the the movie comes out you can also email us if you want to uh jurassic park at gmail.com you can email those uh voice messages over or uh, send us a a written message or if you want to you can go to our website jurassicparkpodcast.com hit up our contact form, and write something in there as well. Um, but yes, please let us know your thoughts and feelings on the film. You can uh, you can keep them spoiler, full spoiler at that point, because we want to hear what everybody's really, really thinking about this movie. So please let us know. Again, 732-825-7763, or you could email us, Pod at gmail.com. Now, last week over on YouTube, we did... Uh, Like I said, we had some Dino Watch podcast content. We had the Jurassic Wire was up there featuring myself and Aaron talking for like two hours on YouTube, so go check that out. We also did the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom live stream. Aaron was also on that one, so if you want to hear myself and Aaron Byer talk, Uh, fully through a major commentary for Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom go check out that video over on YouTube now this week like I said we've got Battle at Big Rock and the Prologue live on YouTube check that out we are uploading uh, toy hunts I think every day this week leading up to Dominion so please check out those toy hunts kind of catching up on some content i've had some sitting in my inbox for a little while that i never uh put out there into the world so please go catch up on some of our most recent toy hunts and we'll probably have some other videos up there throughout the week we've been sent a few things we got to get those out so uh take a look at our youtube channel featuring the jurassic park podcast but enough of all of that let's go ahead and get this episode kicked off with a solo edition of the jurassic mailbag
1: Jurassic Mailbag. 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 Mailbag.
4: Mailbag. Jurassic Mailbag never fails. It makes me wag my dino tails. I'm Brad and Jen, you Jurassic Mail. It's Jurassic Mailbag with Brad jost and Jennifer Tarek. We are back for the Jurassic June mailbag. The time has finally come to sift through all of these final emails, voicemails, MP3s, whatever the case may be, right here before Jurassic World Dominion. I am so excited. Uh, I am by myself doing this tonight. I I still have excitement doing this alone. It's fine. Um, But Jen would have loved to have been here. Our schedules got a little mixed up, but also I know Jen was a little apprehensive to hear maybe some spoilers or other details like that that maybe she hasn't heard yet, which is completely understandable. Totally okay. But I did want to get down to everybody's final emails here before we get to the movie, so I didn't want to leave any stone unturned. So I wanted to make sure we got through everything here. So uh, let me go ahead and check my notes here. And we're going to start off with a voicemail from Jay. Take it away, Jay.
2: Hey, everybody. Jay from the Dress Productions YouTube channel. Hope everyone on the Dress Park podcast, and, and especially Brad, the guest, guest or guest that he has on, and all of his viewers are having a wonderful day. I have one question for everybody there. What are you most excited about for Jurassic World Dominion? Is it the old and new cast coming together and the possible dynamics? Uh, is it just the fact that we have more dinosaur species on screen, this film, more than pretty much any other Jurassic film to date? Or are you, like me, excited to see how this 30-year-old film saga is ending?
4: All right. Well, there we go. That was Jay. Thank you so much, Jay. Um, Man, loaded question. What am I most excited for? (laughs) Um, I think everything that you listed there was pretty great. Um, I'm very excited for uh, the old and the new coming together. I really, really want to see that um, because I've been saying it for a long time now. I just want to see how... These characters will interact, and we I know we've seen some of that, a little bit of banter and kind of back and forth in trailers and whatnot, and it's been comical already, but that's just a very, very small portion of the movie, so I want to see basically how these two stories collide, because we know that there's going to be basically two sides here that are going to collide at some point, and I don't know how—I don't know why— and i just want to know all of that how these the new and the old combine and and what's the story there and how it all works out and you know the other point oh, another point that you had mentioned jay was how it all ends i think so yeah i mean i really i really want to know i really want to know how this ends um but i don't i at the same time i just i i don't like i want to just I don't know. Maybe I just want to sit in the before a little bit, you know, because Jen and I have always talked about the before and the after. Uh, We are not yet in the after. I know a lot of fans are already in the after and they've been good about keeping those spoilers out, but I'm still in the before and I'm like, do I want to stay here? I've been making jokes a lot about like, do I want to stay here for like a whole another year? Is it, should I do that? Should I just stay around here for a little bit longer? Not knowing what happens, not knowing how this all ends. Um, is there value in that? I don't know. But I I do, I would like to know. I, I really, you know, at the, at the bottom of my heart, I want to know, how does this end for these characters that we know and love? Will anybody be returning? Will there be more from some of these people we know and love? You know, it doesn't seem like it's going to be the end, despite what they say. So I'm, I'm really interested to see how this conclusion thing is resolved within the story. So... Here's hoping it works out. Here's hoping that checks out. Also, another thing I'm really interested in finding out about, and this kind of is, is a correlation between Jurassic World Dominion and um, Camp Cretaceous. I feel like I've been pretty vocal recently about how I don't think that they necessarily care too much about Camp Cretaceous, what they're doing uh, via live action. I don't feel like you know they're considering Camp Cretaceous too much when they're doing the movies or or anything else, so... Uh, I'm interested to see if there is a connection there. I really am. And I, uh, you know, we we obviously have seen this Barbasol can in the trailer for Camp Cretaceous Season 5, which is coming out in July. And we've also seen a lot of tie-in material for uh, Dominion related to the Barbasol can. So I don't know. I am very interested to see how those things sync up and how how either Camp Cretaceous is left on its own or, you know. They they take it in with their arms wide open. They say, you know what? You are officially a part of the team. I really hope they do embrace it, but I don't have strong feelings that they will. So um, those are some of the things I think I'm most excited for. So hopefully that answered that question. Uh, I got to have a, a better system here because I keep losing my, my notes. All right. So this next one is uh, – this is from an email from Ethan, and it says, My thoughts on Jurassic World for the mailbag says, hi, Brad and Jen. Oh, sorry, Jen's not here. Uh, it says, I'm the kid who once sent y'all a mailbag submission through the Apple comments on the pod. Well, it's May, and Jurassic World 3 is next month. Well, I'll fill you in. It's this month. Uh, so I'm back with my theories on Jurassic World Dominion. I think Owen and Claire will survive uh, Dominion because we have seen them get out of crazy moments. Take Claire, for instance. Uh, She ran from the T-Rex in high heels. Same with Owen. He escaped from the Indominus. Uh, Did he do it in high heels? I'm trying to remember. Uh, He escaped from the Indominus Rex and survived hot volcanic ash. Next, I think Blue will team up with the Atrociraptors to defeat the Giganotosaurus and die saving the day. And then Red, the new dino, uh, will take care of Beta. Oh, okay. So that's uh, Red is, uh, you know, one of the Atrociraptor names. There's, like, Ghost and tiger and i think red and something else that i forget what the name of that one is uh but uh maybe that could be interesting uh now time for the questions it says uh if you were all if you were, oh my gosh i can't speak if you all were to get eaten by a dino from the jurassic franchise which one would it be also if y'all created the jurassic franchise what would you add and take out Ooh, what uh, that's a that's a big question. Uh, and finally, if y'all told me or told to we told to make a Lego set of any moment of the Jurassic franchise, what would it be? I would make the T Rex eating the man on the porta potty. <laughs> I would also make a pterodactyl aviary. Thanks for reading, and I hope uh, to hear your thoughts on the things I wrote. Your pal and fellow dino lover, Ethan. Thank you so much, Ethan. Uh, let's see. Where should we start? Uh, let's go back. Uh, I love your theories. Very fun theories. And you're right. Uh, Claire and Owen have been known to escape some pretty dire situations. So, I mean, we we would love to see them safe at the end of the movie. But I also – I just I, – I I, want some stakes. Uh, I want some, some real meaning to these characters and some of these uh, – the older characters too, I guess, but I want some stakes within the new characters as well. I want them to feel. I want them to. I want it to feel like there was like an earned um, ending to these characters, or whatever the case may be. Um, but uh, let's see. Let's go to some of the questions here. If uh, if I was to get eaten by any dino from the Jurassic franchise, what would it be? Um, wow, that's an interesting question. I'm gonna say just because I, I really love the hybrid. I want. Uh, I I guess. uh oh, I don't want to even think about this, though. If I have to get eaten by a dinosaur, it's a terrible thought. I guess I would take the Scorpius Rex. I love the Scorpius so much. It is such a fun dinosaur. So I think that would be my choice. Um, Let's see. And uh, let's talk about making a Lego set uh, from a favorite moment. Hmm. Lego set. So I mean, I have this Lego set from the T Rex Breakout, which is just you know one of the best moments in any of them. Uh, it's a hard question. I'm thinking about a lot, a lot about the Lost World, maybe, and like the the campers and maybe them going over the cliff with like two T Rex. Oh man, that would be so sick. Two T Rex, and uh, I don't know how you would do a cliff. Maybe we just do a trailer, uh, a table uh, with the trailer over the table. would be very dangerous for your lego set i guess it would just fall and smash apart like it did um but uh, that would be really cool that would be a very expensive set is like two trailers you've got two t-rex you've got a baby t-rex you've got a vehicle uh mercedes vehicle uh probably some minifigs for like ian and sarah and eddie and uh kelly so that would be pretty awesome Uh, so I'll pick that. I'll pick that secondary. I think I would pick maybe like, um, the worker village from the lost world with like some tiger Stripe raptors and Kelly doing gymnastics, stuff like that. I think that would be really fun. Um, but I think that was it. I think i really covered your thoughts there, Ethan. I really, really appreciate you writing in. So thank you so much. And, uh, hopefully some of your theories and thoughts come true. That would be fun. Uh, next up, We have a voicemail from Tim. Take it away, Tim.
2: Hi, this is Tim from San Francisco. Um, Listener since six months ago, but first time caller. Uh, Just in time, right? So I have an interesting question. So uh, when I've been watching the trailers and some of the plot points for uh, Jurassic World Dominion, I kind of felt like this was a movie that was made with a little bit of a shout-out to the game series Dino Crisis, which, like, I love. And I know there's the obvious tie-in with the second Dino Crisis villain also being a Giganotosaurus who fought a T-Rex, but the thing is, it feels like there's a little bit more uh, tribute being made uh, in this movie. For example, we see a Therizinosaurus in Jurassic World Dominion, which is one of the villains from the first um, Dino Crisis. And yet, almost... I never see really see the Therizinosaurus mentioned almost in a lot of other media. And then in the most recent trailer, when the Giganotosaurus is attacking Owen and the rest of the heroes through the window, that almost felt like a direct tie-in to the first game where a T-Rex attacks... The main character of Dino Crisis through a second story window as well. Now, now that I got that context, my real questions are do you think that there were people on the creative team that were kind of doing these shout outs or a little bit inspired by the Dino Crisis series? And then, two, do you think that Jurassic World Dominion, while it's going to be the end of the current. Uh, timeline or or franchise as is do you think it's going to inspire a brand new sort of video game age the same way that Jurassic Park in the first place inspired Dawn Crisis and uh yeah those thoughts i look forward to hearing your thoughts uh thanks so much
4: well thank you so much Tim uh that's a that's an interesting idea i mean you know i wouldn't put I wouldn't put it past any of the creators to be inspired by something like Dino Crisis. Unfortunately, I don't know a ton about it. Um, it's not, I, I don't think it's anything I ever got around to playing. Unfortunately, I, I have this like huge gap um, in, in like dinosaur gaming and stuff like that. And I think, you know, after Sega, yeah, after Sega, I didn't play any, Jurassic games until, uh, I'm pretty sure. Oh oh, yeah. Until, uh, the telltale game. So I didn't play any, any dinosaur stuff. I don't think at all. Like, (laughs) so yeah, that's weird. I know it's weird. I know it's weird to hear. I'm, I apologize, but uh, I never got into it, but I, I really like the idea that you're, you're saying there. And I wonder if you're right. Like if maybe dominion, uh, could be a catalyst to maybe more, kind of games like this or more um, more references and more uh, like a kickoff point for a different kind of maybe Jurassic games or dinosaur games in general. Um, I really hope so. I really hope so. Um, you know, we do have uh, this, uh, what is it called? Jurassic World Primal Ops. Uh, that's, you know, it's a mobile game and everything. But, you know, it is a, a little kicking off point. I know it's been out for a little while in certain – territories but i think it's finally coming here to the states um but i really hope that jurassic gets expanded upon and i think uh you know like i said i don't know how this movie ends so i don't really know like for jurassic gaming like what what could you where could you kick off to i don't know but let's say that for instance that dinosaurs are still out in the wild at the end of this movie that could be a great starting point for a lot of different games or or kind of games. Um, so I really hope so. I really hope they tell unique individual stories. And you know, we talk about this all the time here on the show about spinoffs and and different ideas of what to do in this world once the Jurassic saga is is ended. Um, and I think you know, like those those stories that we talk about all the time, like um, like a, a raptor or or a pack of raptors near a remote town or something like that. That could be a really cool video game, if you think about it. Like, I would love to play that. I would like to see it as, like, a, you know, a TV show on Peacock or something like that. That would be very cool. Or a movie. Uh, but I think a video game, it could work really, really well. Um So here's hoping, Uh you know, we get something like that. That isn't focused just on, like, Owen and Claire and stuff like that. You could do your own stories set in the world. And I think the, 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 the possibilities are kind of limitless in in terms of what kind of stories could you tell. Um, it could be really cool. It could be really cool to see. So hopefully we get some sort of uh, revolution here for uh, dinosaur games, Jurassic games, stuff like that in the near future. But uh, I like your ideas. I like your ideas. And, and uh, here's hoping, Tim. Here's hoping. All right. So this next one is from uh, this next one's from Gadiel. Uh, let's go ahead and take a listen to this voicemail.
2: Hello, Brad. This is I just wanted to know if you have watched the movie, what is your favorite dinosaur? And if you haven't watched your favorite dinosaur from the trailer, also, oh, um, it's okay if so you pronounce my name incorrectly. Mine is Quetzio, though I know it's not a dinosaur. Bye. Stay safe. Stay Jurassic.
4: All right, Gaudielle, thank you so much for giving a call. I noticed you did uh, contact us on our uh, website as well with the same question. You mentioned the Kets was your favorite. And um, look, my favorite, I haven't seen the movie yet. And and all I can say is my favorite from the trailers and everything has got to be the Therizinosaurus. I am so excited for the Therizinosaurus. I love the toys. I love the marketing and, and the different things and the stuff that we've seen in the trailer. It looks awesome, and I cannot wait to see it. Um, I love that it has ties to, like, the Indominus Rex and stuff like that. Uh cannot wait to see that dinosaur. But that's one that I, like, I didn't expect to have in this movie, and then here it is. So that's exciting. I'm also very much in, in – uh, I'm very much excited for the Kets as well. Uh, the Ketz is one, though, that, like – I've been waiting and keeping my fingers crossed for years now that the cats would show up. And finally, here it is. So I cannot wait to see what the cats does in this movie. Also, I got to give a shout out to an old favorite. Look, the T-Rex. I know, I feel like it feels like a, kind of like a boring answer right now. But look, the T-Rex, Rexy is, uh, you know, she's our hero. And she's somebody that has been on this journey with us since 1993. And I... I need to see what's going on with this dinosaur. Uh, I, I I remember there was a question before. Uh, was that from Jay, I believe? Uh, what am I most excited for? I should have added that as well. Is the T Rex? I want to see what is going on with the T Rex. I have no idea, no idea what whatsoever. I know we've seen like a picture of the T Rex, and uh, I I don't know. I mean, I hope I I hope we get a lot of this dinosaur. But uh, I, you know, I'm very excited for that one as well. So that's I know it's like a bunch of different answers there. We got the Therizinosaurus, the cats, and the T-Rex. I think I'll lay it out there. Those are my favorite uh, dinosaurs at the moment for Jurassic World Dominion. So thank you so much, Gadiel. I uh, I can't wait to see this movie, and I hope uh, hopefully hear that your that the cats is is your favorite at the end of it too. I I hope uh, I hope that pans out for you. Uh, let's move on here. Uh, We've got an email here, and uh, this one, I believe it's from Galar, and it says, Hello, Brad and Jennifer. I've been listening to your podcast ever since COVID started and have not missed a single episode since. I have a few questions to ask you. First, out of all the characters that we have seen in the Jurassic movies, who would you like to see return in this movie? For me, it would have to be Paul Kirby because I love how funny he was. Second do you think we might get a reference to Jurassic Park extinction where there were human dinosaur hybrids? My last question is what scene from the books would you like to see in this movie? For me, I would like to see a scene sort of like when Arby was in the cage with a bunch of Raptors trying to eat him from Jurassic Park two book. Uh, Hopefully you read this before the movie comes out. I hope you have a great day. Yep. uh, This is before the movie comes out. So thank you so much for writing in. Uh, Take a drink there. Um, All right, so let's go uh, to the top here. Out of all the characters, oh, actually, let me just say thank you so much for listening, you know, even just since uh, COVID started two years ago. Uh, Really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, But what character am I, would I like maybe spontaneously like to see in this movie? Hmm. I mean, Paul Kirby is a great answer. How, you, can't, you can't go wrong with Paul Kirby. I mean, it, you're right. If Paul Kirby was – he had a little bit of, you know, funny moments, a few funny moments in Jurassic Park 3. And that's the kind of moment I would expect if he showed up here again in Dominion. I think that could be pretty hilarious if he popped his head in for a little bit. Um, I think overall I would like to see um, – sarah harding i think i would pick sarah harding it's a tough question really tough because i i would like to see everybody return i would love to see kelly malcolm i would love to see um nick van owen i would love to see him as well um uh, yeah any literally anybody you can think of i would like to see them all return tim and lex um uh, you know, I would like to see flashbacks uh, of characters and stuff, like Nedry. I would love to see Nedry show up in, like, a flashback. Um, I would like to see anything, anybody. So, Paul Kirby, great. Eric Kirby, Amanda. Uh, oh, Billy. I would love to see Billy return. I'm just going to go ahead and name all the characters. Um, but, yeah, I think I'll pick um, Sarah Harding, and and Paul Kirby's a great one as well. Uh, do you think we might get a reference to, like, human-dinosaur hybrids? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think there, I think you, you could, I think you might like, there might be a chance where you could get a reference to human dinosaur hybrids, especially if Biosyn or whoever gets wind of Maisie and they start talking about Maisie a lot. There could be, I could definitely see like a, I don't know, like a comical reference to like what, like you created her, but you, you make dinosaurs. How did you make her? What is it? What is she, some kind of human-dinosaur hybrid? Like, like a one-off joke, like kind of passing joke. I could see that being said. Um, but I don't necessarily think that there will be an actual reference to like, you know, did you really think about making human-dinosaur hybrids? I don't think there would be anything like as deep as that. I think it would probably be like a passing joke. Um, so yeah. And then you mentioned uh, a scene from the books. That is very easy for me. I would love to see Alan Grant rolling some poisoned eggs uh, down to the Atrociraptors to take them out. I think that would be beautiful. That would be amazing. There's a scene in the book where they're in a lab and he, he I think he like takes a syringe and like sticks it into these dinosaur eggs and. Puts this like poison in there and rolls it down to the raptors, and they just keep chomping at them and then just dying like right there. So, I would love to see that happen. I think that would be out of like we did the Jurassic Park uh, book club and the Lost World book club out of both of those books during those read throughs. That was the one scene that I was like, Oh my god, I need that to happen. I absolutely need that to happen. Um, But I love the idea of Arby in the cage, and I think we've seen like a little bit of a kind of a teaser like that. It kind of reminds us of the High Hide and stuff like that. And uh there is that scene where Maisie is in like some sort of cage and that would be cool to see that like I don't know how they would realistically do that. I think like in the book it never really made sense to me how like a raptor was pulling this cage. I I, I never really understood that. Um but in the in the movie like we could see like uh uh the gigantosaurus or something like that pulling um you know a cage that could be kind of cool um but yeah yeah uh i i appreciate you writing in and thank you so much and maybe we'll hear from you next time once Jurassic World Dominion is out uh let's go ahead and listen to an mp3 uh this one comes from Simon Where'd my where'd my mp3s go all right Simon take it away
3: hi Brad and Jen hey it's simon from liverpool in the uk and first off i hope both of your families are okay first time getting on the mailbag but sent a message into every book club i love the podcast i want to say a massive thank you for all that you do i wanted to know your thoughts on my idea on how and when to introduce my kids to the film um, i've got a three-year-old and a four-month-old my four-month-old is currently asleep on me so if you can any snuffling it's probably from him not me um, my three-year-old loves dinosaurs and I've let him watch the Lego Jurassic shows as well as a few other non-Jurassic dino films and shows. Um, he has Jurassic Lego, which he used as Christmas money on, which is really cute. He went to the Lego shop and he, he had to look around for it. And his top wish from Santa last year was the Mattel Indominus Rex. I know you've discussed this before on, on the pod, but... I think I'm going to wait until I feel he's mature enough, not just for fear, which I think he's actually fine with. But I want him to understand what's going on more in the film. Like I want him to have a basic understanding of, of what of of why things are happening and understand a bit of the science to it. Not all of it, but a bit more. At the moment, I've said to him that he needs to be able to read and write to be able to watch it because he's desperate to watch it. So I've said, when you can read and write, you can watch it which is rather cruel, as I can set the benchmark to what is a good enough standard of reading and writing. But it has inspired them to start writing more, and he's starting to blend words when reading, so it might be sooner rather than later. Uh, And I want to know if you thought that was a good approach to it, you know, using it as a bit of a bribe. But also, I am quite keen to watch it with them because I love it and I want to pass it on to them. Uh, I do have one other topic that I wanted to talk about, but I'll save it for the next mailbag. I just want to say once again, thank you all for that you do, and I hope you all both stay Jurassic. Thank you.
4: Thank you, Simon. Uh, I really, really love that voicemail. Uh, so you're using uh, the Jurassic movies as a bit of incentive uh, for the kid to read and write. I love that idea. I think that is fantastic. Um, you know, I when I introduced my son to the movie, I... I, I just it was just like a spur of the moment thing and i i think we just ended up watching it and and uh oh man when was that i don't even know i feel like he, he was just like way too young um he is uh almost five now and it had to be like when he was like three or something like that <laughs> i don't know but um i i think that was definitely like too young to comprehend anything kind of like you're saying simon like you have to be able to read and write first before you can maybe comprehend a little bit about what's going on. Um, you know, I think I saw it, what did I say? I always mess up the dates, but I, I was like seven or eight when I saw it for the first time back in 93. And, you know, there's no possible way I could like comprehend all the science and conversations that are going on in the movie. But uh, I loved it nonetheless, right? I mean, I think a lot of us can say the same thing is like, we didn't really get it, but You know, you don't really have to, Um, you know, think about how many movies these days are made like, um, oh, for instance, like uh, uh, what's that one? Oh, Chip and Dale that I don't know if everybody saw the Chip and Dale Rescue Ranger movie that just came out, Um, but it's it's a movie that's made like definitely for adults, like it's made for like people who who watched the show Chip and Dale when you were kids back in the 90s. And also, you grew up watching other animated stuff and animated series and uh, Disney stuff, non-Disney stuff, played video games in the 90s. You have a lot of reference material. So as an adult, when you watch a movie, you're like, this is the best movie. Like, this is so much fun. I love this. The references are out of control. And I, I understand all the references. But also, my kid was right next to me. And like I said, he's almost five. He absolutely loved the movie, didn't understand a thing about, like, any of the references or anything, didn't matter. So it's interesting. Like, I don't really know what the right answer is. And I think, you know, you just have to judge it by your own kid, right? And just say, you know, you, you mentioned about fear and stuff like that. And I, I was never worried about my son being afraid of the movie um, or anything. So I think, you know, judge judge a little bit based off fear. Can they handle it? Um, but also like you said do, do you want to have like a conversation with them do you want to be able to like talk about the movie and kind of reference what's going on and or you know do you want to have like your own like podcast co-host basically with your kid and just be like yo oh man do you have any theories on on uh you know the velociraptors in Jurassic Park like how you know, like, how are they – they were born in the wild, right? Those are Velociraptor eggs, you think, and just have, like, theories and stuff. Like, I would love to share that, you know, I can't wait for the day when I can do that with my kids and just say, like, you know, think about any franchise out there and just share thoughts and feelings on that. It's going to be so much fun. And I've had all these theories stewing up for, like, years and years now, so my kids aren't going to know what hit them. <laughs> uh, but, um, But, yeah, it's going to be – it's going to be interesting. And I think no matter what you end up choosing, I don't think you can go wrong. I think we end up putting too much pressure on ourselves to witness them watching these things for the first time. You know, I, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I, and I've said this one for years, but like, uh, the Darth Vader, you know, reveal in empire strikes back when, you know, luke finally finds out that it spoilers for this movie and if you have any kids maybe plug their ears if you don't want them to know but you know vader you know what he's the dad right like he's luke's dad um but like i i've never shown my son i don't think i've no i don't think i've shown him that movie i don't think i've shown him empire strikes back but he already knows he already knows that that vader is luke's dad and like he just knows it from like I don't know, just digesting it somehow in I don't know like maybe it was Toy Story two maybe it was a bit of like referencing from that but it's not they don't talk about Vader and Luke uh, what's his, and actually tonight my son was playing with Buzz and and he was pretending to be Emperor Zurg which they make that joke in Toy Story two I think in the elevator shaft. Um, but yeah, I don't know how he digests it. Otherwise, like, how did he figure out that Luke uh, is the son of Vader? Uh, who knows? But like, he knows it, and uh, you know, I don't know what they're what they're capable of comprehending. You know, it's impossible to tell sometimes. Sometimes they get it, sometimes they don't. Um, but uh, I think you just gotta take it case by case, and hopefully, your kid can uh, can enjoy it no matter when you show it. But um, I just I do love seeing that awe and wonder in their eyes when they're watching something. You know, it's it's unbeatable. So. I don't really have an answer for you, Simon. <laughs> but uh, I just ranted about random things there for the past few minutes. I appreciate you listening along. Uh, but, but, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, let's move on to the next one here. Uh, Jabril. And it says, hello, my name is Jabril. I'm 11 years old. I have a question about what will happen after Jurassic World Dominion because everyone says it's going to be the last Jurassic Park slash world movie. Also... If there is going to be another Jurassic movie, what will it be named? Jurassic Kingdom? Jurassic Planet? Jurassic Universe? Lastly, since Camp Cretaceous will be released after Jurassic World Dominion, do you think there will be a show, uh, excuse me, a show or they will show an Easter egg that yells the franchise will go on? Like if there are any dinosaurs on Manicor Island that will stay hidden and not be captured by humans and then escape after the events of Jurassic World Dominion? Uh, Well, that's all I got to say. Bye and stay Jurassic. P.S. I think at the end of Dominion, it will end in either two ways. Either humans will capture and kill any dinosaurs that has a medium risk level or life finds a way and humans and dinosaurs learn to coexist. All right. Thank you, Jabril. Uh, oh, it said, oh, sorry, I didn't read the, the last part. It says, drastically, Jabril. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, hopefully, I pronounced your name correctly. Uh, apologies if I didn't. But um, let's see here. Uh, what will it be named? What will the franchise be named? This is interesting because, like, th- they just dropped Dim- uh, Park. You know, like, Jur- Jurassic Park just disappeared, gone forever. You know, it was once a thing. And then they, they one day just decided, no, I think we're done with the park business. And like they, that, which is funny, because like I saw a tweet going around where somebody like Photoshopped the Jurassic Park Twitter account. And I'm like, that's not real. The Jurassic Park Twitter account never tweets anything ever. Like it's ridiculous. Why did they just drop it from existence? It's a checkmark account. Like why do you not care anymore? Um, so they, you know, they continued on to Jurassic World. And, uh, I don't know that they'll drop that branding at this point. I don't know. I mean, I think it'll just go the route of like a subtitle or something like that. Jurassic world, a Jurassic world story. I know it's, it's dumb and it's overused at this point, a star Wars story. Um, and obviously the star Wars has even branched off from that. Um, like, the Mandalorian is just titled The Mandalorian, or The Book of Boba Fett, or Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, everybody knows what that brand is, and I think, I think maybe they've made an interesting step in a, in that direction. Where a lot of the time when marketing this movie, then it didn't even refer to what the movie was called. It was just like the Jurassic logo without even a title or anything. Didn't even say Jurassic. It was just Amber. And a T-Rex. And I wonder if that's our first step towards, you know, what this this franchise will be. Um, If it'll just be, like, a movie title. Just a rant, like, Dinosaurs in the Wild. Or, you know, that's a really, really dumb title. Or, A Velociraptor in the Midst. Uh, I don't know. Something like that. Like, I feel like it could just be one-off titles with the jurassic logo and people will get it you know um but i don't know and uh i you know let's move on to the next one here camp cretaceous um so in camp cretaceous in uh, july do you think there will be an easter egg that yells the franchise will go on um i don't know i mean it depends because camp cretaceous would really need a time jump in order to catch up to the the events of Dominion for them to be like, hey, the franchise is, is going strong. Don't worry about it. Um, it's gonna it's gonna be so interesting. And I think you know, again, I I don't know if I mentioned this before, but like, maybe I kind of mentioned a little bit, but like, I I can't wait to see where this movie ends. Right, I can't wait to see where Camp Cretaceous ends, how those things connect, and where we go from there. But at the same time, I just I don't know that they care enough, and I don't know that like, you know, the canonicity will stay in sync with the films. Like, we'll we'll see, you know. And I think the telltale sign—oh, oh, no pun intended. Wow, that was really weird. The telltale sign is going to be the barbasol can, which if you played the bar uh, the, the the barbasol, if you played the telltale game, the barbasol can factored into that game as well. Um, so it's like. The Barbasol can is this, like, fulcrum in time. It's, like, this pivot point. Like, we're going to say, like, look at this can. Where was this can found? Was Like, at what point was it unearthed? That'll be the point in time where we know what's canon and what's not. You know what I mean? Like, if in Jurassic World Dominion, since that's going to be out in a matter of days, if they show us in that in that movie that... The can was unearthed at a certain point in time. And then Camp Cretaceous comes around and shows us the Barbasol can, and it's a completely different reveal. At that point, I you know we have our, our, our safe bet that canon is a thing of the past, right? Um, for these two properties. I know a lot of people say they are right now. And there are little discrepancies, things like that, things that don't necessarily impact much of anything. Um, So I'll I'll be interested to see if there is something big like that, you know, something big and major that's like a a very important piece of the puzzle. That if it's different, it really ruins the whole thing. Um, So we'll see. And you know, I mentioned the telltale game. You know, if uh, you know, if if things are different, like like in for instance, like. The visitor center in Telltale game getting destroyed in the opening uh, door, you know, because a T Rex bursts through there. That basically, when that happens, and then Jurassic World comes out and we see that the door or the front is not exploded open, we know that at that point in time, Telltale, the game, the Jurassic Park game, is no longer anything that we can consider canon. We can kind of mine from it and think that it's a cool game and have fun with it. But at that point, we know that it's different. Um, so I'll, I'll be interested to see if there is something in this show that points to, you know, canonicity and points to um, the, the the world, the larger world at hand. I hope there is a, a, a spin-off or a sequel of the show. So hopefully there is something at the end of the show that points to not necessarily the franchise, but hey, the series is going to continue in some way or a fashion. You'll get to see these characters again. You'll get to find out about Bumpy, whatever the case may be. Um, so hopefully, hopefully that's the case. Um, and uh, yeah, I think uh, your your P.S. at the end about either humans are going to have to capture or kill any dinosaurs or learn to coexist. I think I think it'll probably be a coexist kind of thing. But uh, thank you so much, Gabriel. Um, Let's go ahead and move on to a voicemail from Johnny. Take it away, Johnny.
0: Hi, Brad and Jen. This is Johnny. And, uh, well, you guys made it. I'm sure by the time you are recording this, it is Jurassic June or maybe even past that. But, um, yeah, well, happy Jurassic June. And um, so excited. It's my favorite time of year. I think it, that's that can be said for everyone, like every anyone who's a Jurassic Park fan, I'm sure this is your favorite time of year, so um, yeah, so it's Jurassic World Dominion's month, and uh, in honor of that, I have a question regarding the dinosaurs in the film, how many like animatronics do you think are going to be in there, because I feel like I've seen a lot of pictures, I'm not going to go into detail about what they are in the trailers, it seems like they're going really practical, which I kind of prefer it and gives it i guess guess it makes it feel more lifelike and uh that that looks great but um yeah so what do you guys think i'm thinking that they're going more practical for this one since literally there was like one animatronic for jurassic world and then fallen kingdom i think it was like just a couple like blue and the stegosaurus but um yeah so i wanted to know what you guys think of that and uh my second question is, what? how do you think Jurassic World Dominion is going to be structured? Do you think we're going to follow Alan and Ellie in the original trio in one adventure, and then we're going to follow the new, like, the new characters in another um, storyline, and then their two storylines kind of meet? So, um, yeah, that was my idea. I'm sure, that's probably, I, I'm, I I'm guessing that's how they're going, like, that's what they're going with, and that makes sense, but, um, yeah, so, my final question, you don't have to answer this one if you don't want to, I just thought it would be fun, but, um, my last question is, um, what is your favorite dinosaur from Dress Girl Dominion? Um, is it mine? For me, I'm gonna have to go with, uh, Probably the Atrociraptors. I just like the way they're designed. Maybe the Giga, but I don't know. There's, They're all super cool. I've, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to go with Atrociraptors just because I just, they look like a stockier version of the regular Jurassic Park Velociraptor, and I like that. So um, thank you guys so much for taking time out of your day to listen to my questions and everyone else's, and um. I will see you guys at the end uh, or the epic conclusion of the Jurassic era. Thanks. Bye.
4: Thank you, Johnny. Uh, really appreciate you calling in. And yes, we are at the, the end. We're at the epic conclusion here and who knows what's going to happen. I have no idea, but uh, let's talk about animatronics, right? I have no idea <laughs> how many animatronics are going to be in this movie. Um, look, we've seen a handful of of different things, right? Um, we've seen the Nasutoceratops baby, right? I think we saw that early, really early on. Uh, whatever that thing is, I'm blanking on what it. What it, what uh, a Lystrosaurus, right? So there's another one. Uh, we got the Giganotosaurus, right? So that's three. We've seen uh, the Practical Dilophosaurus. Did we see anything else uh, that's practical? Who? That's a good question. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. I can't. I can't uh, put my finger on it currently. But I'm sure there's plenty more. So that was that was only four that I just counted there. But um, look, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I don't know, like ten. Ten is that a good number? I feel like that's very very high. Ten or twelve. I might even go twelve. Let's say 10 or 12. <laughs> um, so that's my guess. I have no clue. A- absolutely not. But I feel like it seems like they're going big here. It seems like they're going big. So potentially we could have one for, like, almost all of them, right? Like, could have a T-Rex, maybe. Could have a blue animatronic. Or, oh, oh we do have uh, uh, what what's the baby? B- beta. We have beta, right? So that's five. Yeah. Um, so we just need five more or, or seven more, depending on which number you choose. Um, but uh, I don't think that's implausible. I think we could get there. Um, there's a bunch of other things, you know. So hopefully hopefully we can come up with, like, five more. I think that would be great. Um, but outside of that, I don't know. Um, named a few off the top of my head. That's that's all I could think of at the moment. Um, but uh, let's talk about the structure. How is this movie going to be structured? Again, I think it's I think it's definitely following two routes. Like it's se- it, it seems like it's very clearly showing us two routes from the trailer. Like, right? right? It's got it's got uh Owen and Claire and Maisie and what they've got going on with blue and, and everything there. And then it's got the original trio and uh you know whatever's going on over there. So I feel like these two things are gonna culminate towards the end of the movie, maybe. That's my guess. Or maybe the middle. Who knows? Um, But, you know, there is that lingering question that Colin had mentioned at some point in time. I forget when it was. It was a while back. Uh, He mentioned something about uh, that this movie was structured in a unique way. Uh, I don't remember the exact phrasing, but he did say something along those lines that, like, it's structured differently than, you know, you're used to. So... What does that mean? I know I tried to analyze that a little while back, I think, with, like, maybe some different guests or or contributors, and I really – I couldn't even put a nail on it. Like, I don't know what that exactly means. Like, are we going to follow – which would be so weird, but are we going to follow, like, Owen and Claire's story for a while, for, like, the first – 30 minutes or or something like that first 45 minutes and we're going to follow the original trio for like 45 minutes and then are we going to combine them and then follow them for the rest of the movie i don't know is there going to be time jumps uh it seems like there could be flashbacks so like at what point does that factor in i have no idea when somebody like the director of a movie indicates that there's going to be a weird structure to this movie i don't know what to expect because i feel like i've seen all the structures in hollywood you know I, i don't i don't know what else there could be um but uh we'll see we'll see what happens maybe maybe we'll get the end of the movie first and then it'll uh you know go backwards a few days and be like three days earlier um i don't know but uh we'll end up seeing soon enough and uh the favorite dinosaur i mean we we talked a lot about that already um but, again, I'll just mention the Therizinosaurus, um, the Kets, and uh, T-Rex. Can't wait to see what's going on there. I like your idea about the Atrociraptor being your favorite. definitely is like a bulkier um, Velociraptor, so that's cool to see. Oh, the Pyroraptor. I keep forgetting the Pyroraptor. Pyroraptor is definitely, you know, one of the uh, standout things for me. Oh, yeah, and there's an animatronic right for that. So that's six. Oh, boy. We're, we're getting there. We are getting there. We just need four more, or potentially six more. Which number do you want? 10 or 12? Um, but we are almost there. <laughs> uh, what other dinosaurs are in this movie? <laughs> but, uh, yes, uh, I, I'm very excited for, for that atrociraptor or the four of them as well. So thank you so much, Johnny. This next one here is actually an MP3 from Charles. So, Charles, take it away.
1: Hi, Brad and Jen. I'm Charles. I haven't been listening to your podcast for very long, but I'm such a big fan now. Thank you so much for everything you guys do. I love what you guys do. Thank you so much. Um, So I have two questions today. One is, when do you think the Dominion soundtrack will come out? I think it will come out like a week or half a week before Dominion. So when, when would that be? Like the 30th? The 31st, maybe? Who knows? Uh, When do you guys think it'll come out? I absolutely love everything Michael Cicchino does. He is such a phenomenal composer of music. (laughs) And my second question is, how do you think the Indominus Rex was able to hide from the thermal cameras in Jurassic World? I'm pretty sure I've heard it's confirmed that it was the DNA of the tree frogs that it has in it, allowing it to change its temperature to colder so it wouldn't pick up when the thermal cameras scanned the paddock. But I've also heard that it was maybe someone like Vic Hoskins trying to get his field test for the raptors sooner. Uh, So he maybe like tampered or had someone else tamper with the sensors to allow it to get out so he would be able to test the raptors on it. So what do you guys think? I'm pretty sure it's the tree frog thing, but I want to know what you guys think. That's all I have. Thank you so much for listening and taking the time to answer my questions. And I hope you guys have an amazing Jurassic Day and cannot wait for Dominion. I'm sure everyone listening to this podcast right now is hyped for Dominion. So have a a Jurassic June if that's the time you're recording this. And have a Jurassic Day. Thank you. Bye.
4: Hey, thank you, Charles. Um, All right, so the score I believe uh you know I don't I, you mentioned like something about the 31st or 30th or something like that um well we actually we got our our first track officially released um the other day uh, a few days ago and that was really cool I, I listened to that a few times it didn't seem too consequential so I, I like you know took a listen to it I'm a bit apprehensive to like Listening to scores early. I like, uh, you know, one or two tracks that they officially release. Um, Unfortunately, it seems like the entire score has leaked out onto the Internet. So please be warned. Uh, I would say maybe don't listen to it. Listen to it, you know, when you actually get to the movie, when you're in the movie theater and you hear the score in front of you on the screen. Uh, well, that's not really how it works, but you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yes, I think, you know, officially it should be out on the t- uh, 10th. So, you know, get your, uh, iTunes, your Spotify, whatever you got ready, uh, to get that score and, uh, listen to it over and over and over again. Um, I will say the track, uh, that was released already from Gikino, sounds very interesting, very different sounding. There's a, I don't know what it is, like an underlying, uh, bit of energy, kind of like a digital foundation to this track. That's very energetic and, and continually throttling through this song. Um, so it's interesting. And I wonder how much that will play into the rest of the score. I have no idea. Uh, Again, I have not listened to any leaks or anything like that. So, I have no idea, um, you know, how that's going to pan out. But I'm very, very interested. And the scores are always some of my most favorite things uh, to hear uh, or to take in when the uh, films come out. So I, I cannot wait. But all right, let's talk about the Indominus Rex. And this, uh, this dinosaur that avoided detection in Jurassic World uh, was inside the pen the whole time. They didn't even know it was there. It was blending in and uh, avoidable on, you know, certain detection units and things like that. Uh, But uh, look, this is a dinosaur that's made up of so, so many different things. And a lot of things that are... uh involved in dominion i mean there's a carnotaurus the therizinosaurus uh the t-rex velociraptor um look i'm sure there's tree frogs and 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 things like that maybe at some point in dominion just like on a tree somewhere maybe (laughs) but or maybe a snake or something like that um but look we've got the uh the cuttlefish is is a big one right for the uh for the camouflage right uh to hide and and to kind of, you know, disappear into the background, right? That helps out with the the hiding portion. But there's also the tree frog, right? And I know you mentioned the tree frog, and that was definitely, which, you know, I think they've discussed before was uh, for helping it avoid detection from the thermal stuff like that. So um, I think that's pretty much it. Um, again, it's like there was a point in time in Jurassic World where, Uh, I forget what the exact conversation was, but Dr. Wu was definitely surprised by the revelation, I think, of it hiding, or it being undetectable, or camouflaging, Uh, one of those two, one of those three things, I don't know, um, but, you know, Dr. if Dr. Wu was surprised, I don't know if the surprise was like, wait, it can do that, I don't feel like it was like that, I feel like it was like, oh, oh yeah, uh, wow, oh. Um I can't believe it does that. Really? What? No way. Like like you already knew <laughs> that it was capable of those things and it was more of like a surprise reveal like ooh I didn't know it would happen already or I didn't I didn't test it yet but I that's amazing to hear that it actually does it. You know, so I feel like Dr. Wu kind of knew but acted surprised in a way. Um and Vic Hoskins, I don't I don't really think Vic Hoskins was involved in the creation process i feel like you know they probably asked Vic, uh, you know initially like hey what do you what do you want to see from something like this what, do, what kind of you know traits you want um and then uh mizrani ronnie was like i want to you know i want something bigger better uh what was it what was the thing that he said um i don't remember but it's been a while it's been a few days since i've watched jurassic world <laughs> But um, I feel like uh, there's a lot of factors, whether it's Mizrani, Dr. Wu, inserting things, whether it was Vic Hoskins kind of pushing for certain attributes. Um, I think it was all intentional. Nonetheless, I do think a lot of those things were intentional. I don't think that, you know, some of these things were introduced and then not necessarily expected to happen i think that they expected all this stuff to happen so that's my best guess again i said this a lot in my uh watch parties and things like that i feel like i feel like there's a lot of questions to be answered i don't feel too satisfied oh my gosh i can't talk with the headphones. sometimes i don't feel too satisfied about the uh connections that i've gotten so far You know, we've got Dr. Wu, we've got Hoskins, we've got Mills, and we've got Biosyn, and we've got maybe Manacor. Like, I want to know how all these dots connect. What does it all mean? Who was in charge of what? Um, How much did each person know? I have no idea. But I I hope that Jurassic World Dominion gives us some of those things. But uh, until then, I appreciate you uh, calling in. That was a call, right? Yeah, that was from Charles. Uh, Thank you so much, Charles. Next one here is from Callum, and it says, uh, for the mailbag, Dominion thoughts. Hi, Brad and Jen. Hope you're doing well. Here are my thoughts and theories. Uh, Well, I am very excited to see the movie when it comes out. I have a theory about how the Giganotosaurus might die. I read somewhere that a Therizinosaurus could probably kill a Tyrannosaurus Rex. So I think that it could kill a Giga, maybe. Or the Therizinosaurus teams up. Like, with Rexy or something. And uh, it could be like you said. Thanks. Hope this gets you in time for the next mailbag. Sorry. Kind of botched the ending there. Uh, but uh, <laughs> thank you, Callum. Uh, let's see. Quick email here you wrote in. So, at the end of these movies, right, we've got the Indominus Rex, uh, you know, gets pulled into the water. We've got the Indoraptor gets taken out by Blue, right, and, and impaled, on the horns. Uh, do we have anything else? Uh, usually these dinosaurs, like the big bads, don't don't always get taken out. Like the Spinosaurus just kind of like wanders off into the distance kind of on fire. Um, but, you know, that's all we know. Um, big bad of the lost world, you know, gets doesn't die. It just gets brought back to the island. Um, everybody gets to coexist. Jurassic Park, everything's fine. Everybody gets to coexist except for the raptors they did um and this movie we've got the gigantosaurus but we've also got so many other things who knows but you know what was really interesting and I've probably pointed this out before I never knew how big the therizinosaurus was at one point in time I was on Twitter and I just saw like a size chart and I was like no way are you telling me <laughs> that the therizinosaurus is bigger than a T-Rex You've got to be kidding me. I had no clue. I thought that was a wild, like the wildest thing I'd heard uh, because like I love dinosaurs, but I don't know all the facts and I don't know all the names or the sizes or the skeletal structures and things like that. I have no clue. But when I found that out, I was like, no way. That is so odd that this bird-like, you know, weird shaped, big clawed creature is just taller than a T-Rex and it, it blew my mind. So... With those claws, and, and who knows what it's capable of? I have no idea what it's capable of. So, you know, maybe there's a chance it could take out something like a T-Rex, since it is bigger and, and you know, with these massive claws. Uh, could it kill the Giga? I don't know. I feel like this is going to be, like, I don't know. Are, are they just going to go the same route as, like, like Jurassic World and just, like, a few things teaming up? Is it going to be the humans doing the job this time? Is it going to be a a Jurassic Park 3 situation where, which would be weird, the Jigga just, like, walks off (laughs) on fire? Uh, I don't know. Um, Could it get taken out in some weird capacity? Is the Mosasaur just going to, like, jump out of nowhere? Um, I have no idea. I have no idea. But uh, it's that is a fun idea, and uh, the Therizinosaurus does sound pretty terrifying. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll wait and see. But let's move on to our final voicemail here, and this one is from Jake. Take it away, Jake.
2: Hey, Brendan. It's Jake. Holy cow. Jurassic World Dominion is so close. Less than two weeks away. Oh, I I can't wait. I we have tickets to a premiere with a Q and A. That's gonna be really fun. And since the last video, I've gotten three more Jurassic World Lego sets. Not the last video. It's the last podcast voicemail. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> Anyways, I got the one with the crocodiles, the one with the T Rex breaking out of the gate, and the I just barely I haven't built it yet. I just bought the Gigantosaurus. Not gay. Yeah, it. <laughs> Oh, sorry, I'm not gonna tell you the time this time. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I'm just so excited for Dominion. Bye.
4: I agree, Jake. I am, I am very excited. And uh, like I said, at some point recently, I feel like we've been talking about this movie for so long. Uh, at this point, I just want to see it. I just want it to be here. I just want to experience it and stop theorizing and just get to the bottom of it and what is happening. And I can't wait to, to be in the after with everybody. I can't wait to finally discuss what this movie is about because it's been four long years of theorizing and speculating and thinking about this option or that option. What dinosaur is going to team up with another dinosaur? Who knows? I have no idea. At this point, being just days away, it feels kind of superfluous to to speculate, but you know, I, I love your enthusiasm, Jake, so keep it up. And uh, you mentioned the uh, q and I don't know if you're going to see it because the Q&A is like – it's being streamed across the country um, You know, in, in all kinds of different AMC IMAX theaters. It's streaming, but the actual Q&A is taking place in New York City. I will be there in New York City. I cannot wait to see this uh, Q&A. So maybe I'll see some people out there. That, that could be really fun. Yeah. Um, but you mentioned the Lego sets and stuff like that, and, and uh, I have like I said before, that one T Rex breakout Lego set. Um, I have not opened that yet. I am very excited to, but the problem is I have all of these toys. Like I, I went out and bought so many toys, uh, you know, at the start of you know, the, the toys being released. Oh my gosh. That was back in April. That was back in April, and I still haven't opened a majority of them. I think I literally opened, like, four things. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm just realizing that I have zero time for anything. Um, so once Dominion comes, I'm, I'm so excited to kind of, like, whew, take a deep breath and just kind of, like, be able to do more things and kind of talk about more. Open up, open up these Lego sets. Uh, open up these toys. I just have... Toy like, I haven't opened up so many different toys like Owen and this Fox and and uh, Beta, or Claire. I I just got Kayla and the Pyroraptor the other day, uh. But that's a brand new one. I haven't opened up these. Uh, I don't even know all these other things. All these other things, the cats, uh, the T Rex, the Parasaurolophus. I never opened that. The Hammond collection one. I have so many things, uh, and it's it's a good it's a good complaint. And I know I'm complaining about it a lot. It's like a first first world problem, right? Uh, you know, I've got all these things ready to be opened. Haven't had any time because we've been producing content. Uh, a lot of amazing companies have like sent us things to open and review, so that's taken up a lot of time and energy. So hopefully soon we can all open up our our things here. Whether it's Lego sets, I I still. I still would like to get some of the Lego sets outside of this uh, T-Rex breakout. I haven't gotten any of the Dominion ones yet. So hopefully sometime soon. Um, I am in the process of cleaning up my office and I literally packed away everything that was on the shelves because we're going to be getting new flooring and things in, in, in the house here and everything is packed away. So it is a chaotic time. I've got unopened toys, packed away toys, It's wild here, but uh, this is all besides the point. (laughs) It's a crazy time here, right before Jurassic World Dominion, here in Jurassic June. And that is our Jurassic Mailbag. The last one here before Dominion. And uh, yes, we do want to know what you think about Jurassic World Dominion. So the the mailbag portion is going to be extended. We're going to have more hopefully soon. I think I, I, think I should be recording with Jen very shortly um, about everybody's thoughts on Jurassic World Dominion. So please, as soon as you see this movie, let us know your thoughts. If you're seeing it before the U.S. air date of the 10th here, Maybe send us a voicemail that way I don't have to listen. I don't have to like read it. Um, So send us a a voicemail. You can call our voicemail line, leave us a message there. I'm not going to pick up. Nobody picks up. Just leave a message. It's 732 825 7763. Again, 732 825 7763. Leave us a message there. Or you could pick up your phone, open up that Voice Memo app record a message in there try to keep it like three to five minutes uh and then forward that over to us to jurassic park pod at gmail.com or you can write some thoughts and feelings i will try to read those uh but we'd like to uh, we prefer the voice memo ones Those make it a lot easier for us to hear your enthusiasm to hear your your thoughts and feelings like right there pouring out uh maybe you've just exited the theater maybe you're just uh doing it like literally your first reaction I would love to hear your first reactions. So please call us, send us those voice memos, whatever the case may be. We cannot wait to hear from you. So thank you so much for listening to another edition of The Mailbag. What do you say we get out of here? Okay, I guess we can. Sounds like a good idea. Let's do it. All right. Bye, everybody. so, so much for listening to the 325th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. Of course, a huge thank you to everybody that called in or wrote into the show this week. We really, really appreciate it. Jurassic World Dominion is here. I am excited. We're all excited to see this movie. Let's just uh, try to stay spoiler-free as we lead up to this movie. I know it's kind of like there's a lot of landmines out there as far as spoilers go, so just do your best. And uh, be kind to others that are are still waiting to see this movie. I am so excited, and uh, it is right around the corner. And I'm gonna be seeing it uh, in New York City. Jeff Goldblum's gonna be right there in front of me, apparently. Uh, Bryce, Colin, uh, DeWanda, and Emily. I am I am just I'm I'm floored, and I can't wait. I cannot wait. It's gonna be such a good movie. I know it's. I'm ready. It's time. So thank you so much for listening to this episode and supporting us over the past seven years. We really, really appreciate it. As always, stay safe out there. Be kind to each and every person that you come into contact with. We love you all so much. Let's continue to fight for representation, change, and equality. And please, let's make this world a better place. We all really need it. (sighs) We need it. I'm going to go ahead and hand it off to myself for the outro. Take it away let's get this movable feast underway. Be sure to give us a follow over on Twitter at Jurassic Park Pod and myself at Brad Jost. Also on Facebook and Instagram at Jurassic Park Podcast. Don't forget to join the Jurassic Park Podcast group on Facebook. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found. So be sure to follow along. Also, don't miss our live streams, toy hunts, reviews, in-depth bonus content, gameplay, event and theme park coverage, and much more on our YouTube channel. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We will read your reviews at the end of most episodes, so be sure to spare no expense. Find us on the web at JurassicParkPodcast.com, where you'll find today's episode show notes, articles, contributor bios, and so much more. If you want to get a hold of us, you can fill out the contact form on our website or send emails to jurassicparkpod at gmail.com. We're always looking for new segments, contributors, mailbag submissions, or anybody who just wants to say hello. Feel free to call our voicemail line at any time to leave us a message. That number is 732-825-7763. Make sure to be kind to everybody and stay safe out there. Thanks for listening and enjoy